Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camel wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and duck hunters everywhere. Ducks.org. We're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. 60 square miles of fun on the water. CastleRock-Petenwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center. WoodsideRanch.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, we'll check in with Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welsh for a Lake Michigan fishing report. Find out what's going on this month in Florence County with Eric Prince, and Garrett Marshall of Madison, Wisconsin, returns with advice for contestants in next year's Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest in Key West. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, presented by Pappas Trading Post, southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer, located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H. You can also find them on the web at pappastradingpost.com, and that's Pappas with two P's in the middle, P-A-P-P-A-S. You hear this feature every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 WTSO, and anytime at all on our podcast on Lakelink, iHeartRadio, Outdoor News Radio, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And joining us once again from the Trading Post is J.C. Chamberlain. Well, J.C., welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good to be back, especially with season sneaking closer. It looks like we got what, about a month left. Just about, <laughs> yeah. And the antlerless tags, the bonus ones, go on sale on Monday, depending on where you are in the state, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the whole state, whatever's left, on Thursday, I believe. Uh, I imagine some people are thinking about, okay, time to put some venison in the freezer, get a couple doe tags. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, definitely worth doing as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you don't get much less expensive than that for what you get out of it for meat it's, and fun. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Well, gosh, last time I stopped to visit you guys, we were chatting, and I knew you had come to Wisconsin from the East Coast, from Vermont, and, you know, right near where I used to live in Albany, New York, but I didn't realize you were a wildlife biologist, and that's what brought you out here, isn't it? Yes. I was working uh, with the university there back, not right when the CWD project started, the first one, but... I came on in 05. The project, I believe, started in, like, late 2001, early 2002. Yeah. And, you know, I know, and I always talk about you as a deer expert, but having a biology degree gives you a little more street cred, so to speak, you know. <laughs> Not just a guy in a tree in an archery shop. <laughs> yeah. So, well. Although, honestly, you know, the guys that spend a lot of time out there, they see a lot of the stuff that we wouldn't always necessarily see as, you know, just doing field work. It is pretty neat to talk to a lot of guys and find out what they've seen firsthand, too. So. Firsthand and through cameras, and there's a lot of that now. Almost everybody has trail cameras on the ground that they're hunting, and they're finding interesting things, not just big bucks, but all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. We, you know, on a daily basis get pictures in coming in of, you know, coyotes and bobcats and occasional wolf here and there you know, in areas that they wouldn't thought to have been, and uh, even black bears on occasion. Pretty neat to see that, you know, all that stuff is around, and 
even once in a great while we'll see like a badger picture or something like that so it's pretty neat that would be cool i've never seen one live in the wild i've seen them dead on the road and i've seen their evidence you know they do a lot of digging but haven't seen one in the wild well what should we be doing now is it is there still time to put in a fall food plot we still have plenty of time. This is getting on the end of when I would probably want to put actual brassica down um, mm. to get a lot out of it as far as tonnage, as far as growth-wise, but still is time. Now we're going to start transitioning you know, more towards the grains and the more radish-heavy mixes. That stuff is going to come out really quick and be very luscious for that first few weeks of the bow season or even in a little bit longer. So depending on how heavily it's it's actually... Um, yeah, and depending on how it grows, because, gosh, it has been a drought here where I live, just uh, about an hour west of you guys, and I don't imagine you've got much more rain than we have. Yeah, we're definitely still on the dry side. Uh, we keep getting those promises of a half inch to an inch here and there, but for some reason, at least right in our immediate area, it seems to always want to miss us. <laughs> yeah. So it's making that, that timing pretty tough, but the good thing is, at least with the plot, the cereal grain stuff, so like your winter wheat, winter rye, oats even, you know, that kind of thing, you can wait, you know, even till the 1st of September or even a little bit later that first week, you know, is still plenty of time to get some good value out of it. Yeah, good. Well, speaking of water, water holes are an attraction for deer, and I suppose in a dry year they're more important than ever. Yeah, the dry years, you know, camera activity, sightings, all that stuff is going to increase, you know, tenfold. Um, you know, especially if you're up on a ridge or something where there isn't water readily available. You know, we've seen that already in a couple of water holes that we have that are up high, you know, that frequency that they're visiting it has definitely increased over normal years so those are going to be pretty important i think this fall and to make one you can just dig a hole and sink a stock tank or a small tub and then you'll have to tote some water in unless it fills with rain right yeah that's usually the best way to do it the most cost effective anyway uh, when you start trying to just dig them and put liners in and stuff those liners typically you know, on a smaller one anyway, isn't going to last as long. Mm. So I like to use, say, a 80 to 150-gallon tank somewhere in there. That way, hopefully, you should be able to get about a month, you know, on a full tank, even on a dry year like this. Yeah, okay. And, of course, you don't fill it till you get it in the ground. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little bit tricky to track to uh, try to haul around. I think that would make a great comedy sketch. A guy fills oh, a tank, tank with water and then tries to drag it out, out in the woods. You know. <laughs> it absolutely would. And, well, we've had our fair share of mishaps, you know, using a, a tank to even fill it. It can be pretty comical sometimes, but that's why we do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, how about scouting? Some people scout in the winter or after the season, but some people wait until now. Yeah, right now is a great time to scout from fire, use those binos get out on fields and stuff and kind of get a good idea of what's in the neighborhood. Obviously, you know, that's going to change somewhat, but right now it seems like beans and fresher, newer alfalfa, especially if it has been harvested within, you know, usually it takes about a week for them to really get back on it. If you start getting that good, fresh growth after about a week, they really like like that, and it's a great time to catch them, you know, out and about before dark. Yep, Okay. And, of course, now is the time, if you haven't been doing it, you should be practicing. Uh, absolutely. 
absolutely practice 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 i know i've said here in the past i'm not necessarily shooting as many arrows per practice session but i'm trying to practice either a little bit more frequently or just make sure that i'm more diligent about making every shot count can't really stress that enough you know as gear junkies and stuff we always are kind of looking for that next arrow or next release or bow or something that's going to make us that much more accurate uh, when in all honesty in most cases it's just us putting in our time to fine-tune ourselves yeah definitely makes a huge difference yep absolutely and if people want to do some shooting indoors you have lanes there we do so we've got a 40-yard indoor range we crossbows or vertical bows long bows whatever you got right now we've just got the big four by four bales on wheels with you know, either animal targets or spot targets that we can move zero to 40. So you get quite a range that you can get out, and it's nice and air-conditioned for those hot, muggy days. Yeah, and if people are buying a bow or getting their bow tuned, they can tune it in there right at your shop, right? So absolutely. Usually what we would do, like, you know, with a new pickup, whether it's crossbow or vertical, we'll take you over, spend usually about an hour with you, sometimes a little less if guys are more proficient, but help you with technique, you know, get you dialed in out to 40 if you're comfortable that far, and really get you a good start on things. Yeah, that's good. And you won't get that at a big box store. You've got to go to an archery shop. Before we let you go, your store hours? Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, and then Saturday, 9 to 5. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. We will talk again in a couple weeks as we count down till opening day. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Alrighty. J.C. Chamberlain with the Outdoors Report for Madison Area from Pappas Trading Post. You can find them on Highway 14 west of Arena and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678 or visit hupe.com and all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has paid tens of thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in the Milwaukee area. Michael Hupe is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers and he's offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, 
visit MilwaukeeCrimestoppers.com. Well, joining me again from home in Wisconsin Rapids, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, gosh, a couple of weeks at home, that must feel unusual to you. Yeah, I don't, I almost don't know what to do with my time, Dan. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's probably more of a symptom of there's so much to do at this time, you know, because this is a little bit of a break, but, um, yeah, no, it's been nice that, that we have had a chance to relax and, and, uh, do a few family things, but yeah, it is a time of, you know, like a squirrel, you gather in your nuts for the winter time. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you and Robert usually do an annual camping trip, and that's coming up if the weather cooperates, right? Yeah, so uh, typically we, we about this time of year, we go up to Mercer and camp on the islands. But uh, unfortunately, two of the three days right now are forecasted for rain. And, um, you know, that when, when it's not as an enjoyable of an experience, uh, everything putting, you know, putting, sending everything up wet, putting it all down wet. And so we'll, we'll see. We may be, we may chase the weather a little bit, Dan. We may change things up a little bit and, you know, kind of look at what the weather looks like in a few other places that we know have some opportunities as well. And, and maybe we, we chase the sunshine instead of, uh, just chasing, uh, tradition. And now that we have apps that can show us where the radar uh, shows rain, uh, we can do that more effectively than we could in the past. Yeah, I think the tools are out there to be able to do something, uh, something like that. And um, <laughs> whether whether that's whether that is something everybody else would do, or if that's just the way I think, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. But yeah, I, I you know I would just rather really enjoy the time and and not have. Uh, not do something that's supposed to just be a fun camp, uh, make it so that it's, you know, not as enjoyable as it normally would be. Yeah, yeah. I've camped with my son when he was Robert's age, and it's no fun when it's raining because, uh, you know, the kid might have a rain suit, but it's not a lot of fun fishing in the rain, especially if you haven't done it a lot, you know, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. if you're not crazy about it. Um, speaking of radar and apps, I'm reminded of one shoot uh, for outdoor Wisconsin. We were on the Mississippi River, and Chris Mahalski, whom you know, the mm-hmm. um, engineer, was always looking at his phone, and he said, we got about a half hour. And then about, I don't know, 20 minutes later, he said, we better get to shore. And we we had two boats, and we took off, and we managed to hit the beach and run into the cottages as the big drops were falling. It was <laughs> um, and and as we made the turn to to get to the uh, to the resort we were staying at, you could see this wall of water coming <laughs> up the river. Yeah, we there was no avoiding it. So we. I'll tell you one thing, Chris was always good for us: self preservation. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he did make sure though that we were all good and and safe. Yeah, it was fun working with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, gosh, I went to my annual Safari Club. Badgerland chapter picnic last Saturday that was held at the Rio Conservation Association Club and we shot sporting clays and I visited with chapter members including Alan Heth who's the guy who got me into SCI back in 1987 and he's got some photos of me at their first um, I think it was their first banquet back then in Madison and he's moved to San Diego but he flew back for this event and for a college fraternity reunion I think and it was good to see him and shoot around at Clay's I didn't do terribly well but they gave us tickets for the number of Clay's we broke and I won a shotgun and then I bought some raffle tickets on another raffle and won another shotgun so it was all in all a very 
positive day for me, for sure. And I took along the 35 caliber FX air gun that I've got on loan that we used on the deer show last year to show people what might be legal for deer in the future. It's not yet, but I know the legislature is working on a bill to, to uh, at least consider legalizing air guns. And it was uh, impressive for uh, to folks who had never seen one before. It was, uh, uh, you know, I'm hoping that that comes to pass soon. Anyway, we've still got room for two more guests on my trip to Lake of the Woods. It's coming up, gosh, just a month out now, so you'll have to have your passport in hand before you think about going. But the dates are September 11 through 15, and it's on Black Island on the Canadian side of Lake of the Woods. If you're interested, go to blackisland.com and check it out, and we will be happy to add you to our group. We've got about a dozen people so far. It's going to be a fun trip. Well, coming up. Eric Prince, Florence County Economic Development Director, tells us what's going on this month up in Florence County. And a little spoiler alert, the waterfalls are full of water up there. There may be a drought in most of Wisconsin, but those rivers are running in good shape. Uh, this year's Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest winner Garrett Marshall comes back with some advice for future contestants. And we'll kick things off with Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welsh reporting on Lake Michigan fishing action off Sheboygan. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks.
Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. It's time for another Lake Michigan Fishing Report, sponsored by Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters, Condos, and Riverfront Store on South Pier Drive in Sheboygan and on the web at DumperDan.com. You can also find him on Facebook at Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters, and you'll find this report on his Facebook page, along with every report we record this season, with some photos and sometimes some video as well. This week, also brought to you by Parker John's Barbecue and Pizza, located right across the river from Dumper Dan's, and on the web at parkerjohns.com, and on Facebook at Parker John's Sheboygan. Well, joining us from Sheboygan, again, is Charter Captain Dumper Dan Welch. Well, Dan, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again for another report. Oh, you betcha, Dan. It's great to be back, and the summer fishing has just been fantastic here out of the port of Sheboygan, and every two weeks we give you updated reports of what's going on, and it's been very consistent this year, Dan, and that's a good thing. It's just been really, really good fishing here this summer, 2023 season. Yeah, and I enjoyed some of that a couple weeks ago, and in fact, my story on our outings with the DNR and Shine United is in the current issue of Wisconsin Outdoor News, and I know you're going to have some there for people to look at. I'm going to make sure you have enough so you don't run out. But you are featured there, and Adam Payne is featured, and Andrew McKean, the outdoor life writer who flew in from Montana just to fish with us. And, of course, Chris Sprangers from Shine United, and a lot of DNR folks, as I mentioned. So that story's in the current issue of Outdoor News. And I imagine you'll get a little bit of response from that, if no business. At least people should say, hey, we saw it. Right. What an exciting time that we had. It booked four days of fishing, and you were on two of the four. And prior to Outdoor Life coming out, Outdoor News, yourself, we had a lot of DNR folks out from the office, and, and it was just a good time. We had great weather. And then, like I said, prior to you coming out, too, we filmed two segments on Midwest Outdoors television. Check out the article and the ads and Outdoor News because it was a very good four days that we had on the lake with everybody, and we caught everything from lake trout to rainbow trout, king salmon, and good action, good-sized fish. And it still continues to be that way, Dan, after you guys left. Pretty consistent yet, as I just mentioned earlier, and now we're fishing about the same water depths, catching about the same fish, and the weather hasn't played a big factor, but when it has, it really hasn't blown the fish around too much. They've been staying in the same areas for us, which is awesome. Yeah, that's good. So the kings and lake trout and rainbows are out deep, and then you do get into some kings in shallower water in the early morning and evening, do you? Yeah, we do. Like when you were out, we fished at like 60, 70, 75 foot range. They slid out a little bit and, you know, we follow them with six boats on the lake every day. We stay on top of what's going on, which helps us and, and puts more fish in the coolers for our customers. They went out to that 120, 140, 150 mark now, them kings. So just out another, you know, half mile offshore, farther out. And that has to do with bait fish and water temperature. And they'll slide back in come, you know, early fall season when they start staging for spawning so they'll be in real shallow eventually but yeah them kings are at 120 130 140 up to 150 foot range and then we're fishing the lakers and the rainbows and some king and coho variety out in that 180 to about 240 foot of water and it sounds like deep depths but we're not fishing them you know on the bottom the lake trail we are but everything else is suspended so we're catching them 50 to 100 feet down and good action we got a lot of tackle out there trolling through the area at one time so multiple hookups can happen where you get two or three on at a time as well yeah that's always exciting and do you have any openings now with half of august in front of us in september yet I do. In late August, 
for me, a dumper dance always fills kind of late every year, and but we do get everybody in, we do end up filling it, but that first two weeks of August, as you saw when you were here, I mean, we're just, you know, slammed tight. I mean, hardly any dates open, condos are busy, stores busy, the boats are full. There's days I'm farming out trips to guys next to me that I fish with all the time that are other charter boat captains and stuff. We had nine, ten boats out at one time on a couple of the weekends. So we will get you on the water even if we're full. That second half of August, I do have openings early September. I mean, this fishing is going to continue to just be excellent. It always does. You know, I love the spawning time of year when they start coming into the tributaries, river systems, late August, early September. So definitely get out here and get it done. We'll get you some nice fish for the grill and maybe a, a big one for the wall too. All right. And folks can reach you by phone or Facebook or online as well, right? My best is my phone. Obviously, I take all the calls, all the reservations at 920-377-1147. Like I said, I'll fit you in on dates you want, and if I can't on my boats, I will on others, and we got the condo lodging here with a lot of different options, so get on out here. I mean, summer's you know slowly starting to wind down. It's been going fast and quick all summer, but it's it's going to come to an end eventually, so try and get out here second half of August, all of September. We'll be running into early October yet. 920-377-1147 is my number, dumperdan.com on the internet. And also, always follow our Facebook page, like you mentioned, uh, pictures and videos daily. All right. Well, our second sponsor this week is Parker Johns. They are right across the river from you, and they're celebrating their 15th anniversary this year. Yeah, we go by their place every day. They're just down river from us, and uh, they have, you know, seating outside. It's an awesome place, Parker Johns. It's right on the bend of the river, and uh, you want to sit outside or inside in the air conditioning, you can. They have great, great food, great bar. Uh, great atmosphere, great location. So Parker John's, uh, a lot of our clients go over there. You can walk actually to that restaurant, Dan, from all of our condos, so don't even have to drive. It's pretty easy to get to. Right, and if you wanted to cool off, you could swim over, I suppose, right? <laughs> Probably could, and on some <laughs> of these days, I'm sure it might have been an option for a few people because we did hit a few days that were close to 100 degrees, but what's nice with Lake Michigan, too, is we got the cool breeze coming off the lake, too, so it keeps us nice and cool. Absolutely. Well, Dan, thank you so much. We we will send people to your Facebook page and to your website, and hopefully you'll fill up your open dates for the rest of the summer, and we will talk again in two weeks. You betcha. I'll be here with another report for you. All righty. Dumper Dan Welch with the Lake Michigan Fishing Report. His website again, DumperDan.com. On Facebook, Dumper Dan's Sport Fishing Charters. And our second sponsor this week, Parker John's Barbecue and Pizza. Across the river, actually, from Dumper Dan's. On the web at ParkerJohns.com. And on Facebook at Parker John's Sheboygan. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Listen to more Outdoors Radio. Online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. A recent guest on the show was the winner of this year's Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest. It's held in Key West, Florida at Sloppy Joe's Bar, and it's an annual event that's been going on for almost 50 years now. And this year's winner is from Madison, Wisconsin. His name is Garrett Marshall. 
He joined us recently, and gosh, we got so engaged in our conversation, and we kind of left folks with the suspense, really, uh, the first time, Garrett. Well, welcome back. <laughs> And thanks, Thank you, Dan. And thanks for joining. Yeah, and thanks for joining us again. We left people with the suspense of uh, who is Garrett and how did he win. You mentioned you have three opportunities if you get to the finals: a 15-second pitch, a 60-second pitch, and two minutes of you know why you should be this year's winner. So give us the 15-second why I should be moved up in the uh, competition. That's the plan, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the plan. First off, this was the 42nd year oh. of the contest. Okay. We're cruising the 50, but not quite there yet. Basically, they don't want a, when you talk to them and you've got 15 seconds, a, a minute or two minutes, they're not looking for a resume. They don't want to know what you did or for how long mm -hmm. as, as your career. Uh, they want to know you or get get a glimpse of you as a person and as to why you're there. Uh -huh. uh, in my case, I'd been coming for 10 years. This was my 10th time across the stage. And as, as I looked at them this year, the theme that I wanted to, to impart to them and carry through the week was was dedication and loyalty. Okay. And uh, the first 15 seconds, uh, I... I had in my pocket each each time you make it to the semifinals you're given a finalist medal so i had uh, nine of these <laughs> sitting in my pocket oh boy i don't wear them around my neck i just thought that was a little bit too ostentatious yeah uh, but i had them in my pocket and i said i'm dedicated i'm loyal to the process i want to be here and I reached into my pocket and I pulled out all ten medals. Oh boy! And this is my proof uh -huh. right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that got you into the semifinals, then. Correct on Saturday, and the first night also my visual presentation to them was uh, Hemingway in the khaki shorts with the khaki fishing shirt, which he was known to wear. Of course, you have a, a name badge and. Uh, and you have you have one medal which was tied to my waistband. That was the visual that I presented to them on Saturday. I change it up if I make it for Saturday. I've been wearing a sweater for the last ten years, which mimics the Karsh photo that has the turtleneck and the sweater that has the partial suede front. The photo's in black and white, so nobody's quite sure what the color of the sweater is. But I put that sweater on about five minutes before I go on stage. You find out when you go on stage, when you register that day. This year, I was 18th up on stage for the uh, semifinals. Uh -huh. And they each get a minute, so calling everybody up and down, that's roughly 20 to 25 minutes. I'm standing in the back, and then I'll put the sweater on a few minutes before I go up. Because, as you know, it's hot and it's humid down there. Yeah. This year was particularly nasty this year. I get up on stage, and then this year I illustrated who I was by using words. And I had to quickly explain to them, I'm doing this because Hemingway was obviously one of our ultimate wordsmiths. Yep. And he knew how to write. So I'm going to use words to illustrate who I am. And I talked to them about two, three-letter words, joy and cry. 
five letter words, truth and lying, and ten letter words, positivity and negativity. Mm. And indicated to them that life in general, lots of times, is two-sided, and it's illustrated by the words we use. And it's best for all concerned if you take and choose the positive side of life and let them know that that's who I am. I'm an optimist. That's how I structured my life with myself and my family, and I wanted to bring that to that organization because to me, after 10 years, they emulate a lot of the positivity that is in life. All of the other stuff about who I am is for when we're at the bar drinking rum. And if they're interested about what I did for 40 years or about my family, that's when we'll talk about that stuff. Got it. During the contest, it's illustrating who I was. And that was the theme that I chose this year, choosing the positive side of life. Uh-huh. You have to be an optimist to have come back ten times getting so close and and uh, no cigar, but you finally got the cigar and the rum and the medal and the bust and everything else. What are the perks of winning? Well, this year you mentioned the bust. I have uh, sitting here on my table here at home uh, what I call the Wally, and I call it Wally because the artist who is actually a papa made uh-huh. it. His name is Walt Collins. He lives in Phoenix, Arizona, and he is a great guy, a restaurateur, an artist, all-around good family man, and he made it. And on the back it says Wally. Mm. That's why I call it Wally. Uh, but it is a bust of his rendition of Ernest Hemingway, and you receive that. In the pictures that you see online, there is a big medal that is hung around the winner's neck. That actually stays with Sloppy Joe's and is used every year. But I will receive a Papa medal here in the next few months. We actually have a mid-year meeting, which will be next February or early March. I'll be presented my Papa medal, and I'll have a shirt that is a khaki fisherman shirt, but it'll be monogrammed with my name as Papa Garrett 2023. And that is one of the perks. I've got all sorts of bottles of rum. Hmm. that have been signed by previous winners. And this year, a beautiful watch was presented from one of the jewelry stores there in Key West. And it is a limited edition Ernest Hemingway watch from a company out of Switzerland. And it's a beautiful timepiece. It's old school. It's analog. you got to look at it and read the numbers. Oh. <laughs> and it's an automatic. If you wear it, it'll stay wound. Otherwise, it'll run down and you have to wind it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, some of it's us... Old, it's old school. <laughs> some of us remember those. I still know how to tell time on a, on a watch or a clock with hands. A lot of young people don't. What is the overriding meaning or the ultimate meaning or importance of this event, the contest, the Hemingway days? You know, what's the takeaway? The effort is all geared toward the foundation of the lookalike society that raises funds that offer scholarships to students at the College of the Keys. We give out uh, 10 to 12 scholarships each year. It's going to be increasing here in, in the next year or two. Right now, they're $1,500 for the students that are registered in the College of the Keys, nursing students, because Hemingway's first love was a nurse, mm-hmm. English majors, because he was a writer, first responders, because of the work that they do in the Keys, and marine biology, 
which is an important aspect for the oceans that surround that beautiful island. In the next year or two, the funds are going to be such to where the foundation will be self-sustaining and we'll be able to offer scholarships up to $3,000 for the year for the students in the College of the Keys. Now, this last year, we offered a couple of scholarships to two high school students. They are then allowed to take that anywhere they go to school because they're not registered at the College of the Keys, so it was thought that it was good to, to offer some scholarships so they could go elsewhere if they desired. It is solely geared toward fundraising for the scholarship effort. What do you think Hemingway himself would think of this if he could come back and witness it or know what you're about and what you do? I think overall he would be pleased. He may be a little put off by all of the shenanigans that are going on down there. When I say shenanigans, that's in a good way. Yeah. Although he, he was a good party man. Oh, himself. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he loved to fish and he loved to box. So I think you would be surprised at what has changed in this day and age. But he would be happy and pleased that the efforts go to help the young people of that community. You know, the reason I got interested in this, I have a beard, as you know, and it's Mm -hmm. getting to be that color. It's not white yet, but it's pretty darn gray. And a friend of mine recently said, you're starting to look like Hemingway. And I said, you know, there's a lookalike contest down in Key West. He said, well, you ought to go check that out. And so I looked, and, and for sure enough, it was the next week, you know, and I thought, well, I don't have time this year, and it's already full, but maybe next year. And then I saw your name and saw that you had been competing. I thought, wouldn't it be cool if a guy from Wisconsin wins this year? I could talk to him on the show. Sure enough, you did. And I'm sure I I had nothing to do with that. Then when I learned that you've been there 11 years and others 5, 6, 8, 20, Mm -hmm. I don't have 20 years left to compete in this. So I don't know. I might go down just for the heck of it. It seems like a lot of fun. I'd love to see you down there, and you would have a lot of fun. And just to get on the stage so you can say you did it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a challenge. Walking on a stage and, and standing in front of a, a raucous room full of folks who are cheering, it's not easy. The brain can pull lots of tricks when you get up there. So just to get up there and do that would be good for you. And I would encourage you to do that. For me, I stumbled upon this contest totally by accident. I was sitting at home in July of 2012, and I was just finished reading The Snows of Kilimanjaro for the second time, and I was researching the history of the Karsh photo sweater, and I came across an article about this contest, and I saw the pictures, and I looked at myself. I hadn't shaved for a few weeks. (laughs) I looked at myself. I looked at them. I was 58 years old at that time, and I'm thinking, I can do this. Yeah. Well, and you did. <laughs> and I did. My wife initially thought I was nuts. Right. So she didn't go with me the first year, but she hasn't missed a year since, and she absolutely loves it. And we have made lifelong friends, and we are contributing to the education of students there in the Keys and helping that community. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Garrett, thank you so much for joining us twice now to talk about Ernest Hemingway. And we really didn't get into Hemingway and his writing at all, but we're kind of out of time again. Maybe we can talk again some other time. If I go down there next year, 
I'm sure I'll have you on before and probably after because I'm sure I'm not going to win in my first walk if I get that far. So Nobody ever has their first year. That would be quite an accomplishment. <laughs> that, that's a given. Okay, go down and, and, and see what it's about and see how you do the first year yeah. and may, maybe come let's, back. Let's do your show from the Keys. That would be wonderful. Oh, that would be way cool. Yeah, and I have a friend who lives down in the Keys, and he may be listening, Dave Bayer. Uh, in fact, he could be a Hemingway lookalike. I think one of the issues, one of the advantages of having a Hemingway lookalike competition now is that there are so many old guys with white beards everywhere I go. There's one of us. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much, and uh, we will keep in touch and enjoy your year of fame. And then the hard work begins because now you're one of the judges. There you go. That's it exactly. Yeah, all right. It's been a pleasure being with you today. I thank you very much for reaching out. You bet. Garrett Marshall, the winner of the annual Ernest Hemingway Lookalike Contest at Sloppy Joe's Bar in Key West, Florida. If you want to find out, if you're scratching your head and going, what is this all about? Go to sloppyjoes.com. You'll see a tab there for the contest and everything we've talked about now in these two conversations and more. Check it out. It's worth the look. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission Archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook 
at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Florence County, Wisconsin invites you to explore thousands of acres of county, state, and national forest lands, plus wild rivers, ATV, UTV trails, and much more. You can learn all about the opportunities in Florence County at exploreflorencecounty.com. And joining us now once again, we have a chat every month, is the Director of Florence County Economic Development, Eric Prince. Eric, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Well, thanks for having me, Dan. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, it has. Well, what's going on up there in August? There's a lot to do and a lot to see in Florence County, but you've got some special things as well, don't you? Yeah, we have some of the regular things that are happening, like when people come into town, they're looking for something to do, right? So we have the Badwater Skeeters. It's a water ski show that runs all summer. They have a show tomorrow night, tomorrow Sunday the 13th at 6, and they're going to run for the rest of the Sundays through August at 6 o'clock. They don't have any more shows during the week. They had their last Wednesday show last week. It's a great show. It's something that's free. You know, you go in, bring a chair, and you can have a lot of fun with it. We have a handful of other things. I mean, people can go to exploreflorencecounty.com for just about any of them. But, you know, this weekend, today we have uh, down in Long Lake, we have the Roadhouse 139. They always have, like, a band. They have a patio that they do bands on pretty much every weekend. But they have Missy and Tuck today from 1 to 5. And then actually today, they already started the Long Lake Summer Fishing Derby. You have to register by this morning, so it might be tough. But if you're in the area and you want to go down and you want to see some of the fish that they catch or hang out down there, I got a kick out of this, but they have a special category. They're giving somebody 200 bucks for the most pounds of bullhead. Okay. So I found that interesting. But yeah, that's all happening today. So today's a pretty busy day and it may be a little bit late, unless of course you're in Florence County and you're, you're looking for something to do today. Tomorrow we have the Aurora Mud Runs, and that's sponsored by the Niagara Lions Club. Gates open at 10, and then they start racing at noon. Uh, admission is 10 bucks. Children 12 and under are free. If you want to be in it, then registration is from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., and there's an entry fee of 35. No carry-ins. There's going to be a bunch of you know concessions and lots of raffles and stuff, bringing in money for the Lions Club in the local area. Where's that held? That's at the Aurora Ballpark in Aurora on Highway N. It's not really too far, whether you're coming in from Homestead or Florence, or if you're coming in from the Michigan side, you come in through Iron Mountain, and it's just a couple of miles down the road. That's this weekend. For the remainder of the month, and I can't even believe that I'm talking about stuff and into September already, yeah. but we have a pretty busy weekend, the weekend of the 25th, 26th, 27th. The Florence County Fair is on the 25th, 26th, and 27th, and there is a lot going on with that. But just to name a couple of things, I know there's a mud run, garden tractor pole, pony pole, and draft horse pole. They're having a classic car and motorcycle show. They're even, ready? They're having an arm wrestling competition. Oh, boy. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So who doesn't like a good old-fashioned arm wrestling competition? Are you going to compete? <laughs> We haven't met in person yet, but I think you'd know the answer once you saw me. No, I won't <laughs> okay. 20 years ago, maybe, but no. Also on that weekend down in Long Lake, they're having a car, bike, and tractor show. That's going to be put on at the Roadhouse 139. They do a lot of events at that venue. All the way through the end of the month, we have plenty of stuff going on. And, you know, I get these little things that pop up every week. So if somebody's in the area and they're looking for something to do, they can call me. They can email me. 
they can go to exploreflorencecounty.com or they can go over and meet our new director, although they're there Monday through Friday, our new director at the Wild Rivers Interpretive Center. The Wild Rivers Interpretive Center, this diorama is this, it tells the story of the Wild Rivers because we have the pine and the popple. It has like an albino deer, it has black bear, it has all the different fish species, it has a gift shop. Our new director's name is Tasha Shaw, and she just joined us about a week after you and I last spoke. Okay. But she's doing a great job over there with Linda and Katie. They're so welcoming, and they're starting to brighten the place up, and they're they're really breathing some life back into it. Not that it was terrible before, but they're really wanting to do some education of the Florence County area, all the different you know assets that we have, whether it be the the rivers or you know the different parks, that kind of thing. In that building, we also have forestry and parks. The U.S. Forestry, uh, the DMV is in there, as well as the DNR. So it's a visitor center. There's a RV dump. There's a 24-hour dog park. There's a pavilion where you can sit and have lunch if you'd like. We're looking at building a Veterans Memorial there at some point. We had an event a couple of weeks ago and raised a bunch of money with the American Legion. So we'll see what happens there. It's a great area, and uh, we hope people come up and visit. Even when it's closed, on the outside, there's a big bulletin board where you can get all sorts of guides for the waterfalls, all the different recreational venues, things about Kai's Peak. You can climb the steps, the different lakes. All that information can be found there. Yeah, and you mentioned waterfalls. Now, with the drought pretty much statewide, how are the rivers doing, and how are the waterfalls this summer? I drive over the pine by the Oxbow on occasion, and there's this one rock that I see, and I can tell when it's pretty low. And it seemed like it was doing pretty good, but our neighbors actually had the, their kids up from Appleton last weekend, and they did the Oxbow, and they said it was fantastic. Oh, good. And the water was good. We had some friends up this past weekend. My wife and her two girlfriends went to LaSalle Falls and Washburn Falls. They enjoyed the hike. It was a great workout. They said the water, it was absolutely beautiful. The temps were beautiful. I'm taking their word for it. I haven't been out to either one of those yet, but it sounded like they really enjoyed it. And they, as a matter of fact, it was funny. I saw April a little bit later in the day after they had left, and she said, hey, Shelly actually stopped and went to one of the other waterfalls. She enjoyed it so much. So that's good. You know, people are getting out, and they're enjoying our beautiful locations, waterfalls, whatever. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it's good to hear that you've still got good water up there and that the waterfalls are looking nice. And, gosh, next time we talk, we may be thinking about fall color. I hate yeah, to say the know, summer's coming to an end, be as hot as it's been, but, you know, it won't be long. It's popping up. I've already had our friends from Travel Wisconsin, you know, asking about who's the contact for colors, and, yeah, it's hard to believe, but, you know, it goes by fast. you got to take advantage of it while we have this beautiful day. The weather was spectacular this past weekend. We actually went out on the lake with some friends of ours, and we went to the sandbar, and the water temperature was beautiful. I actually caught a couple of smallmouth bass. It was a lot of fun. Wonderful. Well, Eric, thanks. Come on up and see us. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to do that this year, and you and I have talked about a possible media outing. Um, we'll continue that discussion off air, but that would be great. I'd love to get some of my friends from around the upper Midwest who are writers and broadcasters uh, up there to see what you've got to offer in Florence County. That's fantastic. I look forward to talking to you more about that. All right. Well, Eric, thanks so much for that report. We'll talk to you again in a few weeks and see what September has to offer. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, Dan. That was Eric Prince. He's the Director of Florence County Economic Development. And as he mentioned, you can learn all about what we've talked about and more at exploreflorencecounty.com. 
I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And Crestliner model year-end rebates have been extended through the end of August. You can check those out. Cedar Lake Sales is... Now talking about storage reservations. Can you believe it, Dan? Winter is coming quicker than we realize. I know a lot of folks are getting ready yeah. for fall and things, but that storage time is coming. And uh, past storage customers get the first chance to reserve a spot. So if you've been there before, make sure you reach out to them. They'll open it up uh, to all the uh, to everybody that may be looking for something in the coming weeks. So hurry up and get that taken care of. And uh, check out Cedar Lake Sales, their website and their Facebook page and all that for details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com, by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of Outdoors Radio and of Duck Hunters Everywhere. To uh, learn more about the world's leader in wetlands conservation, visit ducks.org. And brought to you by Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, WoodsideRanch.com. And you know, Woodside Ranch is where Jeff Kalo and his wife Sandy go every year. Uh, early September, I think it is, they go for a, um, a getaway, basically. Sure. <laughs> a little vacation time, yeah. And they love it. And there's a lot of uh, things to do there. They've got... Uh, horseback riding, they got hay rides, they serve breakfast in the woods, which sounds like a lot of fun, pancakes on the griddle and all that good stuff, so check them out, woodsideranch.com. Well, if our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, is not airing where you happen to live, you can always watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. And there's a paywall there, so you have to become a member of Milwaukee PBS, but it's not that expensive if you want to watch past shows. And last year's Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, along with other shows from recent years, 
Those are all archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel, and that's free. You can check out a free download of this show online. In fact, you can check it out a couple different places. Go to lake-link.com, go to the outdoor radio page, and you can download uh, this show. And they've got shows archived up to uh, about a year ago that you can uh, download and listen to. And then you can also check us out on the Outdoor News uh, website. You go to Outdoor News, their podcast section, and we are there for you as well. You can find Dan on social media throughout the week at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff. And as I mentioned earlier, there are two spots left on my trip to Lake of the Woods in September. The dates are the 11th through the 15th. It's just a month away now. We'll enjoy three days of guided fishing for walleyes, bass, northerns, muskies, and big panfish. The guides, the boats, the bait, the tackle lodging, and all meals are included. The meals are really special. They have good breakfast, uh, so you can get out there on the water and, and fish without being starving, without being hungry, and shore lunches of the walleyes that you catch, and then very nice dinners in the resort every evening. The cost is $1,500 per person, but again, that covers everything. And Stormy Cromer President Gina Thorson will join us, and she's bringing some gifts for everyone on the trip. Visit blackisland.com to learn more or to reserve a spot, but you better contact them soon because uh, those spots aren't going to last forever. And if you're looking for something to do in the Fox Valley this Saturday, and that's today for most listeners, uh, broadcast listeners and listeners especially, stop by Skipper Buds from 11 to 4 for raffles, food, music, and more at the Warriors on the Water event. It's open to the public, and raffle proceeds support events and activities for veterans. To find out more, you can go to WWUWI, that's Wisconsin or that's Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin dot org for details. And the Wisconsin Women in the Outdoors group, they're hosting their 26th annual three-day event, August 25th through the 27th at Camp Anokijig in Plymouth, Wisconsin. Lodging, meals, and your choice of three great classes are included in the registration fee of $250. They have over 30 classes that they're offering. There's something for everyone. So check out Wisconsin WITO, that's for Women in the Outdoors, on Facebook for more information and a registration link. And if you like to bow hunt for deer at a place that holds a lot of deer and you can help with research study on deer density, that's at Sandhill Wildlife Area near Babcock. The deadline is coming up August 14th, and applicants will be issued, successful applicants will be issued an antlerless tag and an either sex tag. So go to the DNR website, keywords Sandhill Wildlife Area, and click on the Outdoor Skills page link. A couple other DNR things going on. Monday is the time that, uh, the day that bonus antlerless deer permits will go on sale if you are looking for those in areas that, uh, that have them. And bonus fall turkey permits go on sale today. That's Saturday for most listeners, August 12th, starting at 10 a.m. So you can just check the DNR website for uh, the keywords bonus antlerless permits and turkey bonus fall turkey permits. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can find out more about Warren and where he's going to be playing at warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small, here with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. On the gunnel.
When my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey 